0: Welcome back to the Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham and welcome to my show. And today we're taking a call from someone who is working full time right now as a stockbroker. his first year out of college. He's making close to $100,000 a year, but his dream is to instead be a magician and go on America's Got Talent. So we're going to be talking about whether or not he should be pursuing his dreams and aspirations of being a magician on America's Got Talent or whether or not he should be sticking with a stockbroker career earning six figures right out of college. So let's get into the call and uh, see what all of this is about. So John, welcome to the Graham Steffen Show. What's going on?
1: Hey man, what's up? First of all, I just want to say I'm a big fan. How, what's oh, thanks, going on man. with you?
0: Not much. Yeah. Not much. What's going on?
1: I just reached out with you, to you and got an interesting background. Um, I was from a polygamous group, but it shaped me and I started working at a young age and so it kind of made me be a hard worker and so it's paying off dividends right now. It's tough when I was young, but it had its good size for sure,
0: yeah I saw you had a mm-hmm. a, a vice video that was done on you I mean that, yeah. that was incredible i didn't I didn't watch the video because I wanted this to, to be a, a natural conversation of it um, but to go from that to now you're you're a stockbroker it's my understanding yep
1: yeah. yeah so um when I first left my my dad owned a lot of companies and that's why I was working at a young age started working when I was nine but my goal was to be a better businessman than him, and um, so I started studying entrepreneurship. Didn't feel like it was providing me the value, so I started studying finance, and that led me to being a stockbroker.
0: How are you doing right now as a stockbroker? How long have you been doing that for? No,
1: I'm, so I just graduated last year, 2018, around August, actually, and so I've been doing this for about a year, and it's been working out well. Um, I'm on track to make 90 to 100k this year. First year out of college, my goal is to make 100k, depending on how my bonus turns out. Um, I could do that, and that's pretty good for a first first year out of college. So
0: Congratulations, like, man! That's incredible yeah. to make 100 thousand the first year out of college. That's amazing. So, where do you see yourself going from here?
1: I I like being a stockbroker, but I still Part of me feels empty because I enjoy doing magic tricks and performing, but I haven't been doing that often. Uh, last year, right when I graduated, I decided to rent out a theater and I started selling tickets and I actually filled up the theater. And so, like, so that went well, but it was a ton of work. And, it's, you know, my question for you is how do you decide to go for something that you've enjoyed doing, but it's risky and might not pay off in the end, you know, like YouTube?
0: You're right. How how much are you working right now as a stockbroker? What are your hours like and how much free time do you have right now?
1: I probably work as a stockbroker about 50, 55 hours and I'm starting to become a certified financial planner. And so between that, it's about 60, 65, 65 hours a week. You now I can push out a little bit more and I like to work out, but I like to stay busy, but I want to you know, do other things too.
0: Yeah. I mean, here's my thinking. It, de- it really just depends how badly you want to do that. You you have way more hours in a week than, than 65 hours in a week. I mean, you could easily work yeah. an extra 25 hours a week on uh, Magic and still be just fine. I mean, it's going to be a busy schedule, but at this point, it really just depends how badly you want it. Don't give up your job as a stockbroker to pursue Magic. That That is my biggest recommendation. Mm-hmm. Don't ever give that up until you your career in Magic starts making as much money as you make working as a stockbroker. When that happens, you could decide, okay, I'm going to step back from that and I'm going to pursue magic. I would not give it up until then because here's the thing. Right now, you have the extra 30 hours in a week that you can work on the magic. That that's the way because that's right. how I was with YouTube. I mean, I was working full time as a real estate agent about six days a week. I'd get home at like you know seven eight p.m. at night, and I would work until about two two thirty in the morning doing YouTube videos. And I did that for uh, over a year. Over the first year, I I did that, uh, and I somehow balanced the two. And it, it was it was a long hours, but if you really enjoy it, like if you really enjoy magic, it doesn't feel like work anyway. And you should just have a great time doing it because for you, like for me making YouTube videos was almost like therapeutic. Like it was something that I can go home and just have fun doing. I had more fun doing that than I had like going and hanging out with friends and stuff like that. So again, mm-hmm. it just depends on how badly you want that. And if your goal is to pursue magic, go for it. And I think social media is a great place to do that. Obviously through, you know, Instagram, uh, through YouTube, you can even do like the first little pun, funny things on like TikTok. for all I care. Um, anything Uh on uh, social media showing magic tricks, whether it's you demonstrating your chicks, you showing how to's of your tricks and start gaining an audience from that. I think would be really great.
1: Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I totally agree. As someone that studied finance, it's not just about the potential reward, but also the risk and kind of, doing both because I don't probably need to spend 80 hours on magic. If I can spend 20 hours on magic doing magic tricks and developing it that way, it makes a ton of sense for the risk and return. Yeah, that makes sense. Appreciate it, man.
0: Yeah, of course. And another thing to consider is just how much time during the day you waste doing absolutely nothing productive. Like like spending, let's say, 25 (laughs) hours a week doing, let's say, performing magic or practicing magic if you actually got a solid 20-25 hours work straight of doing that without any distraction, you can get as much done in those 20 hours as someone else could with 60 hours a week, but they're just distracted and they're kind of like half-assing it and maybe they're kind of you know, taking little breaks here and there. You can get so much done if you really just tune everything out and work non-stop on that.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Something that I really thought was cool is America's Got Talent, just because they put people on the show that have, you know, maybe haven't had a following before. And then they get this, them this opportunity to show a lot of people what they like doing and to build a following. And I just, it just inspires me every time I watch the show. So I've always wanted to be on that show and thinking of ways how to get there. Would you, if you were in my shoes, what would you try to do?
0: I wouldn't focus on getting on America's Got Talent. I mean, people win the lottery all the time, mm-hmm. and that's great for them. Sure. But I would not be seeing America's Got Talent as like the end-all, be-all of your career. You should instead mm-hmm. focus on on being the best magician that you could possibly be and doing that organically than you should getting on America's Got Talent. I think I think getting on the show, if it happens, is great. I think that's just, however, a byproduct of actually just being good at what you do. And I'm sure a lot of the people on America's Got Talent don't think to themselves, oh, I just want to be on America's Got Talent. They think, I want to be a really great singer or a performer and just as a byproduct of being really good at that and loving that, they just happen to end up on the show. I don't think the show is ever mm-hmm. one of the things they just see is like, "Oh, I just want that. Because I gotta say, I mean, there is no shortcut to this. And for the small percentage of people who are on America's Got Talent and whose videos go viral, you have to think of the tens of thousands or even a hundred, you know, hundreds of thousands of people that audition on that, or even go on America's Got Talent, but they just, they don't, for some reason, go viral, because you're not only talking about, like, getting on America's Got Talent, because that, in and of itself, is is a tremendous feat for anybody, but then on top of that, you're talking about having that specific video go viral over the other dozens, if not hundreds of other videos on America's Got Talent, you know? It should not be that you should not see that as a shortcut to anything because there is no shortcut. Like I get a lot of time people, (laughs) people want shout outs on YouTube. They're like, bro, if I just get the shout out, all I need to do is just if I just Uh get the shout out, that'll be it. If I just do And I'm like, come on, man. Like I didn't get any shout outs when I first started. No one wanted to collab with me. I reached out to so many YouTubers. I'm not going to name names here. I reached out to so many YouTubers when I just got started because I I wanted a shout out. I wanted to collab with people. Not one of them got back to me. Not one single person got back to me on something like that, uh, and, and now and now I have a bigger following than them. So it's like again, it's it's mm-hmm. not like no beef or anything like that. And I'm sure no one no one remembers me reaching out to them like two and a half three years ago. But anyway, I mean, I didn't have any shortcuts. I didn't get any shout-outs. Um, so I mean, there is no shortcut. You just got to be good at what you do. You got to focus on what you do instead. Then you know try to try to go viral with 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 America's Got Talent. I wouldn't focus on that. Mm-hmm. Just be a good music. Uh, just be a good uh, magician.
1: Thanks, man. I Appreciate it. I can. Yeah, I don't uh, want to tell
0: you to give up on your dream here, but like,
1: yeah. you
0: sh- that should not be your focus. If your focus is is that, I think you're doing something wrong, and that's just my opinion. Your focus should not be to do that.
1: Totally, I can see. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If you want to build a following, lasting following, shout out it's not going to last at all. That makes yeah. sense.
0: Here, here's another one too. Is that? Um, I I forget the exact saying or something like that. I'm going to try to make sense of this. Uh, but someone was saying it's better to build a longer lasting audience because you know it's going to be more sustainable and you're going to be prepared on how to handle that than if it's just overnight, all of a sudden you have a huge following mm. and you have no idea what to do with it. That's more detrimental to you than slowly building it up over time and kind of easing into it. It's, it's kind of like, uh, like the frog in a, in a simmering pot where you get used to the temperature overall, and so it's not some, like, huge shock when you just get into a boiling pot and all of a sudden it's scalding water.
1: Yeah, dude, appreciate it. I've always wanted to do more of it, and I'm having fun as a stockbroker, but just I just feel like I'm missing that little piece there. But just doing it on the on the side as much as I can, I think you yeah. can fill that board, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Do it on the side, do it on weekends, do it after work, do it before work, whatever you're going to find a way to make it happen if you really like it enough and continue working as a stockbroker until that, uh, crossover happens where all of a sudden you're making more from magic than you are from, uh, working as a stockbroker.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of growth for my company too. So it's like, it's, it's a ton of fun and there's a lot of opportunity there. So, um, here's here's, here's my thought
0: too. Here's my thought too. Even if, you don't make it financially as a magician. It doesn't mean you still can't do it because it seems like you're not necessarily mm-hmm. doing it for the money. It's because you love doing it. So I think that's right. the uh-huh. most important. If you love doing it and you find fulfillment in that, it it you know it doesn't need to be your main career. I know that would be fun to think of it as, as like your 100% career here, but it doesn't need to be, and you could still have just as much fulfillment making a ton of money as a stockbroker while also getting to live the life of a magician on the side.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Appreciate it, man. It's been a pleasure talking with you.
0: Thank you, man. You too. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, keep me posted.
1: Yeah, I definitely will. Thanks,
0: man. Appreciate it. All right, you it. got it. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Thanks. bye. So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. If you guys enjoy videos like this, make sure to, as always, destroy the like button, destroy the subscribe button, destroy the notification bell. Go and add me on Instagram. I post there pretty much daily, so if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. And for anyone who uh, doesn't know, I have a main channel. It's just my name. It's Graham Stefan. Because I, I now have a feeling we got a lot of new people on this channel who have no idea about my other channel. So my other channel, other other channel, is just it's my name, it's Graham Stefan. So make sure to subscribe there we're getting close to a million subscribers over there just crazy so so let's let's beef up those numbers a little bit if you wouldn't mind just going over and, and subscribing on that one that would be great and uh, thank you again for watching and until next time